I'm in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, outside of Summerhill, a quote, boozy sandwich shop that opened this past June after taking over the site of a bodega that moved down the street. There's been a lot of controversy around the restaurant ever since a press release they sent out in July that highlighted what they called a bullet hole ridden wall. Some people saw it as an attempt to up the restaurant's street cred and make it more Instagram friendly. Blogs picked up on the press release and local community members quickly mobilized to protest Summerhill. They say it's capitalizing on the violent history of the historically black Crown Heights neighborhood. You're not going to take our pain and make it a novelty. The shit is not a novelty. These protesters have been gathering outside the restaurant every weekend. Last week, Summerhill's owner, Becca Brennan, appeared at a town hall meeting with members of the community. It was a tense meeting, and at times Becca seemed flustered and unremorseful. Some people would say, are those bullet holes? And I never once to a person said, yes, those are bullet holes. They are obviously holes from anchors in the wall. That's where the soda fridge was when the bodega was there. Okay? So... I'm sorry I have a sense of humor, and that when I and I and in this press release that I okayed, I was alluding to the fact that people asked if those were bullet holes. I sat down with Beckett Summerhill to talk about the controversy and how she saw her role in the gentrification of Crown Heights. I wanted to talk to her about how places like Summerhill, knowingly or not, help displace longtime residents, many of whom are people of color. Occasionally, a man named Ken, who works at the restaurant, interjected as a sort of intermediary between me and Becca. This neighborhood has faced gentrification for a long time, and you kind of opening a restaurant here as a white person, is that something that you thought about, or is that something that weighed on you at all in kind of opening Um, Did it weigh on me? I mean, I'm not blind and I live here, so I do I do see new places opening up. Um, But yeah, (laughs) succeed in this business like you have to look for places where you can succeed within. This is a great community and a neighborhood to live in. And anybody who has, you know, wants to open a bar or business would want to do that in in a neighborhood like this. That's like, you know getting safer and, you know, like, again, more open to businesses like this. I legitimately felt for Becca. In my mind, this controversy boiled down to miscommunication between protesters and a restaurant owner. I was hoping that we could have a straightforward conversation and that, in the end, she'd be able to save some face. But that's not really what happened. I want to understand, you know, there's anger on the ground in Crown Heights, and this place is a flashpoint for it for a lot of reasons that a lot of which are outside of your control. But I think that's I mean, I think it's important to like kind of start with a with a foundation of recognizing that. Right. Well, yeah, I just I don't know. They're they're angry and they have legitimate legitimate anger at, you know, the forces that be that do cause displacement, that do cause gentrification, that that do push certain people out of their homes. But I'm not a landlord. I'm actually a tenant two times over in this neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not. I'm not the, their landlord. I, I, to be honest, I, I feel like I, I might be seen as an easy target, and they might be frustrated that it turns out I'm not an easy target. Mm. Why? Why do you think you're not an easy target? Because I'm. 
if they actually look into, I have nothing, I have no skeletons in my closet if they actually look into all the facts. Um, you know, what, what I guess do you think is the misconception that people have about you? Um, well, I, I've been, I've sat in my restaurant and people yell, in, at the process, they yell white supremacist or racist or colonizer. And that those are definitely misconceptions about me or any of my friends or staff or family. Yeah. And I, I mean, <clears throat> on, the, on the topic of the kind of the bullet hole controversy or whatever, what I, what I gleaned from the town hall and the video from it was there was, a, there was a sense that the tone was kind of flippant. There was, and there was offense taken, and I immediately apologized that offense was taken. And you wouldn't let, leave me alone after that. <laughs> it wasn't enough. You moved the goalposts. One can understand that you're not going to be in the best mood when people are yelling at you. But I think what a lot of people felt was that, you know, this person doesn't even care that we're angry. You have to understand I've been dealing with this for almost seven weeks. Um, so the same people that acted you know, all calm and cool, collected at the town hall meeting, also come outside my restaurant on weekends and yell racial slurs to me and my staff. So I lost my cool when, um, I, I think the turning point for when I started, and I, and I admit, I, I did sort of lose my, <laughs> I'm, I also admit that I'm a terrible public speaker. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, town, and, <laughs> I mean, a town hall is a very easy place for someone to get. And you also, yeah, you saw the people, I had 10 video cameras, you know, news cameras pointed at me. I had just come from work. <laughs> I had 50 people just staring at me. I don't, it, it was, it was a lot to take in and I, and it was a, and it was a lot of anger directed towards me that I think was misdirected and I got defensive um, as one does when you're in that situation. I think what a lot of people, maybe not the protesters, maybe not, you know, the town hall people throwing stuff at you, but I think a lot of people are curious about, you know, does this person, is is white privilege, are, are the ideas that are at the core of a lot of black activist movements of white people understanding their privilege in relation to black populations, you know, does this person understand that? And I think in a lot of those responses, it came off as though you didn't. So I was kind of trying to give, to open it up with that sort of idea. Sorry, this just went from covering up the wall to do I understand? Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, it's like the issue is bigger than the wall, right? It's like people are mad about white people moving into Crown Heights and opening things whereas they can't. So can I ask what answers... I gave that you feel like I didn't seem to I think the I think the one that everyone sort of picked up on was the I'm sorry that yeah. I have a sense of humor. The sense of humor that I'm very sarcastic. Mm-hmm. The the press release <laughs> I, I it's so hard to explain but e- the press release I love it. No, the Yeah, okay. <laughs> so 
everybody, all the locals, like mind you, like it's not even the people, like you know the kind of people who'd be afraid to say it, the people who are not. And the locals were like, oh yeah, that looks like someone shot it up. But like they thought it was funny. Like they knew it wasn't. And like instead of us like dramatizing or like negatively reacting to that, like since the neighborhood, right, that we are serving kind of, you know, nicknamed it that, that like that's what Becca means by like having a sense of humor is just kind of like seeing that the neighborhood kind of was just like oh it's kind of like funny it looks like it's been shot up although we're just like we like it because it looks weathered it kind of tells the story of the bodega i think the criticism from the crowd though was like you know she's telling she's over here telling me i can't take a joke and it's like i'm over here upset because like this is a bigger issue to me and that's why it's like i i think the literal stuff about the wall is very dumb it's like this is a wall from a bodega there are holes in it from shelves People are mad because Crown Heights is changing. And like, I think there's a real opportunity to have a bit a better dialogue around, you know, it's like if I'm mad at you, it's better for me to say why I'm mad than to make up some some. Fun. Right. OK, I, I anger and frustration is completely legitimate. But to 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 schedule a town hall meeting to talk about my wall, you know, like six weeks after I, I apologize and <laughs> to have to deal with protests every week. I, I want to, I, I understand and I want to help, but, but there's bigger fish to fry <laughs> and it's, and I'm, it's just me. Like, it's not me. I'm not part of a huge conglomerate. I'm not a corporation. It's, it, I, 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 I'll help you, but you have to ask me to help you. You can't like, just don't yell at me. That's not going to go anywhere ever. That's going to like, <laughs> instantly make her not a gentrifier. Like if that literally were to, to be a promise that they will rally behind us, get good press articles written about us, and really flip us around. If we switch the wall, then we would. But we know for a fact we switch the wall, they're, but they're going to be like, they're still a gentrifier. Like once racist, always a racist. Mm-hmm. So like why? Like her, she, we, we, and everybody who came in here when it was super busy early on loved this wall. And like for her to just shut it down because like people misunderstood something is a little bit kind of like. But wait, like if that fixes a problem, we totally would. But that's not what the problem is all about, you know. It's definitely, and I definitely appreciate the difficulty of your position because right. it's like, it's such a thorny issue. It's such a, a deeply passionate issue for people. And like you guys were saying, you know, it, it is a very easy thing to say, here's this white girl opening a restaurant in Crown Heights. She's the problem. Um, and I, and I, I guess it's like, what, the way I wanted to frame this was like, is there a way forward? Is there, is there something... Is there something that we, is there an agreement that people can come to? Is there a dialogue that people can have that you think would actually kind of make a difference? I just need the protest to stop. <laughs> I need those people to get off there. I, like, it's, it's a group of people that just, every time their name isn't mentioned in press, they get mad and they, hmm. they call another media outlet. <laughs> hmm. um, I need them to take down the fake one-star Yelp review, you know, like that. So it's one by, you know, that's what I need. The, all the all the fake, the, the, just the hatred. I I, I know that I just I. You know what? My answer is I need the positives to to outweigh the negatives right now, and and I'm working on the positives because the negatives just are relentless. 